tip today with Fran Curry. With Slattery's Garage, puck on. You can't beat experience. With over 50 years maintaining Peugeot cars and vans, we like to call ourselves the experts. Call Slattery's Garage for a free vehicle health check today. 067 24111 or slatterysgarage.ie. Now, Liz was on to say what uh, a truly amazing young lady uh, Charlotte is. The Hope Service is uh, remarkable and best of luck for the uh, future. Uh, couldn't agree more with her, Fran. Uh, open discrimination of people with ASD, for instance. Uh, CAMS is in a shocking state and in breach of human rights as well. Uh, Willie was on to say that girl, that Charlotte, is absolutely brilliant. She's a great talker and she would give you some hope for the future as well. And a listener on to say very brave of Charlotte to speak up like that today. And uh, that young lady who's speaking with you now is so inspiring and fantastic. Her story will be a huge help to other young people and will you please thank her for me and uh, for people who are going through similar situations this is one of our listeners alright then it's time for our GP Dr Pat Harold. good morning to you Pat good morning Pat and good to talk to you today um, I'm sure you were busy this morning but we had a great chat with uh, young Charlotte there about her experience of mental health services and the like Pat um, and the difficulty with mental health services none of that is a surprise to you I guess oh not at all Brian. Um, but what was it Douglas Hurd said it was like playing handball against the haystack wow. you know trying to get anything done get people seen get um, I don't know where do you want me to start from <laughs> get me um, yeah but, but it, there, it, there's it, serious difficulties out there in getting help uh, Pat for people I suppose oh there is there's a terrible problem with um, getting people um, just just the, the crisis passes you know there's no sort of um, emergency places without going off in, in North Tipperary anyway to Ennis which I always think is completely mad you know yes well it's um, the same as South Tipperary Kilkenny is the I only option yeah yeah go to, I mean there's nothing local you know it's, yeah. it's such a shame that you couldn't have a place where you know you could go with, with a few psychiatric nurses and just keep people safe for a couple of days till they start to work out whatever was ailing them I, I don't know what you're talking about this morning but that is one of the first things that springs to mind yeah. And the other thing is um, waiting lists are long and um, it's, it's very hard to get seen. You know, it's, it's just basically the whole thing is underfunded. The mental health place, the mental health um, are usually the sort of the poor relation of the, the health service. You yeah. Know? yeah, it's incredible. And yeah. I, I'm sorry for, for throwing that at you now because I know you were busy this morning and you couldn't listen, but it's just the response I see on, 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 on the, the text and WhatsApp here is incredible. You're going to talk to us uh, today about something else that's very serious in, indeed, and that's uh, ovarian cancer, Pat. Yeah, it's, it's, I just I saw that um, March is ovarian cancer um, awareness month in the UK. There's, there's usually some sort of a thing to go on. Um, ovarian cancer now is, 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 as you say, something fairly serious. But if it's caught early, it's um, very treatable. Mm. And it, it, you know, stage one, ninety-five percent of people um, do very well. So, um, but you see, friend, the problem is the symptoms are kind of vague. Mm. And who should be concerned about um, ovarian cancer? Well, if anybody has a family history of ovarian cancer or a family history of breast cancer, you know that that does it. But it's usually no, not always.
it's very hard to know. But if you get any innate for life, if you get any kind of a change in your bowel habit or anything going on with tummy like that, you never had it before, you should definitely get that checked out. Um, and then you can get a little bit of pain. The ovaries are right down where the appendix would be in both sides. Mm. So sometimes, especially in younger people, you don't know if it's, if it's an ovarian going on or if it's something, or maybe the appendix. And, um, but in the older age group, sort of dragon pain down around there. Now, it could also be, there's, there's quite a few things it could be, you know. And how do we diagnose it? You generally would do an ultrasound and um, you do a, um, you could do an ultrasound or there's a, there's a blood test for it as well. Yes. So it's one of these things, um, Fran, if it's caught early, it's great. So, but, you know, it's, it's I suppose they're all trying to take things and hope they'll go away. Of course, yeah. So, and what, um, what age bracket of people are we talking about, Pat? We're talking 50 up. Post 50 menopause, up. Right. Post, um, and so know, does menopause play a part in this then, do you think, Pat, or is that something that's not known? Or? Well, it seems to be some kind of a genetic thing. There's a thing called the Oxford Classic um, Genetic Policy, and they sort of divide it into types. You know, so you can get a younger, more aggressive type, but they'd be pretty rare now. But most people, I think, it's just like a lot of cancers develop when you get older. And this is a particular one it would be a sort of a postmenopausal thing. HRT maybe might very, very, very slightly increase risk, which is where if you had something like um, a, a genetic sort of a, a thing like BRCA or something, you would be advised to go on HRT or something like that. Mm. But, you know, anybody in that category, like if you had a sister or something in a variant cancer or breast cancer, would generally know the genetics fairly well and know what they can do. But HRTs wouldn't be a huge culprit, but it's mm. not something to consider. Um, uh, but it's um, it's just something to put out there, just kind of be aware. And if, if you're peeing a little bit more, a bit of bloating, change in bowel habits, something like that, get it right. checked out. But as you say, those mm-hmm. symptoms you describe, Pat, they're rather vague and they could indicate lots of other things and, and a lot of less serious things as well, I suppose. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. But yeah. Um, it, it, it's just, it, I suppose, and change is over 50. And you know what? You know, I'm just looking at myself thinking, we in a bit more, you know, bit of ways around the middle service. Doesn't everybody sort of get that over 50 anyway? Yes. But um, it, it's something that your doctor would be sort of have at the back of their mind. All right. Uh, yeah. one, one of the symptoms being extreme tiredness, and that brings us on to something else, because we were discussing this in the office this morning, uh, Pat. It seems to me, because I'm chatting to a lot of people, uh, as I'm sure you know, um, chronic tiredness, uh, we seem to be talking more about it lately, Pat. Are you coming across a lot of that? Absolutely. You call it. In, in in our business, we know it as T-A-T-T, tired all that time. And, um, it, you know, you can go the whole gamut. You can start, I suppose one way to start there could be anxiety. Um, usually somebody came in with that. Um, they, they usually come and say, I want my blood done, which is not a great way of looking at it. Mm. Because, um, you know, for any kind of blood test, you want to kind of target it. You know, you might be sort of surprised to hear from most times when blood tests come back to doctors. We're not surprised because we have a fair notion what's going on. Right. Anyway, but that just confirms know, it could be something you, like anemia yeah. or thyroid or something like that. But first of all, you go into lifestyle, and uh, most people don't get enough sleep. Most people have a complete disconnect from nature. Mm. You know, especially kids. I mean, if you have kids who are sitting in front of screens all day, they're going to be wrecked and jaded in the head, but not physically. You know, even a, a short run to a playground makes a huge difference. To them. Um, most of us. You can get not enough exercise or too little exercise. People in chronic pain tend not to exercise at all, so they don't sleep properly. 
anxiety and stress, then we've got the sort of the post-COVID people. Now, it's or any viral illness, there's a huge spike there after Christmas of all mm. kinds of viruses running around your number back. Everybody is something. And, you know, it's kind of normal to be wrecked for two to four weeks after that. Mm. You know, it certainly would be, um, and then a lot of people are just feel sort of overwhelmed when they try to get back. And there's a few tips, actually, for, for, for if you are chronically tired. One is it's very hard to do two things at once. You know, yeah. so it, it's kind of recommended that you switch off the radio, not you, of course, Brown. Never, Pat. You know, to just try and, try and do two many things, you know, organise, use diaries, um, taste yourself. Um, and and if you're listening to music, sort of, they recommend um, even listen to music without words, you know, okay. classical music or something, so it doesn't be jarring the brain all the time. Um, with COVID and things, they generally clear after 12 weeks, you know, but there's a huge, there's a, both, there's a lot of people actually out there with long COVID symptoms, and I don't think there's any great consensus what to do with them. Yeah, I, you know, I notice as, as well, there's a lot of uh, commercial interest in this, and they're advising us to take all sorts of pills and all sorts of stuff that will make us feel less tired and stuff, but you're talking about just the basics there, really, Pat. The basics, um, but vitamin D is very important. It's very important in COVID. And this time of the year, you know, if you haven't been eating, if you have been away on holidays or something, getting it through the skin isn't, um, you know, I think everybody should be in a vitamin D supplement and drink. And the darker your skin, the more you need it. Right. And you can get that in, in supplement form, I guess, can you? In supplement form. But then, Fran, if we did decide, you know, that there's nothing jumping out, and we've also taken anxiety and depression into that because that's a huge tie-in. They're called, like, the biological symptoms of depression and tiredness and fatigue. Lack of interest would be part of it. And then you'd be going in, you'd be testing for things. I suppose the big thing um, would be thyroid. You know, if you're hyper, hypothyroid, if you're low in thyroid, um, or if you're anemic, or if you're di- if you're if you've undiagnosed diabetes, we know an awful lot of people are walking around with, um, with diabetes, especially mm. the heavier people. Yeah. Um, in fact, for medical card patients, we've now got a thing called opportunistic case finding. Where we, um, if you know, if you're somebody who's a bit overweight or there's a smoker or from an ethnic minority or something, you can put them in for a few tests and a few risk scales. We do them up on the computer to see um, do they need extra monitoring or care or something like that. That's something that's brought in. Right, so that's, so, that's something new, Pat, is it? Oh, it, it is indeed, yeah. That's yeah, only okay. in the last couple of weeks. Opportunistic case finding is a medical card. But you know, the sort of people that you know aren't you're in danger of developing something to get it before it develops. And, you know, for something like um, heart disease or diabetes or kidney disease, it's great if you can kind of head them off to the past. We'd be like you're very cancer. If you can get these things before they become a problem, you know, it's, it's, yes. it's so rewarding, really. But, of course, the thing there is, and this is with the greatest of respect to yourself, Pat, but people are finding it more and more difficult to get appointments, to get seen, to get tests done and all of that. And I presume that's playing into this in some way. Well, one of the things about the labs in um, Ireland are completely overwhelmed at the moment. Um, I know that in um, the Midlands, they've started yeah. sending all their blood to Dublin. And, and in in Galway, they're not doing blood tests for GPs at all. You know, I, I think we're kind of hitting some sort of a crest of a wave of, of health. I suppose we've two or three years of... of you know, I have people coming to me all the time and, and they they really should have been checked over a couple of years before yeah. and for nobody's fault they weren't. You know, so I mean, you know, we're we're doing a big catchy up kind of thing. The waiting lists are very long. Um it'll it'll take a while to sort it out. 
you know, but um, that's right. all we can say about but, that. But time being so important in a lot of the cases that you've described to us this morning, Pat, you know... It, yeah, it, I suppose the moral of the story is don't slip in things, you know. Yeah. And um, a GP will always take a phone call. Right. And, um, and, um, and, you know, there's a lot of um, their child clinics out there too, if you have private insurance. You yeah. know, that you can talk to people online and, you know, but, but the main thing is um, don't sort of All right, Pat. So, um, it's yeah. always great to talk to you, Pat. And thanks very okay, much for thanks. your time this morning. Thank you, Gurmila Mahagut. Uh, that's uh, Dr. Pat Harold speaking to us from Nina uh, this morning. Eighteen hundred nine three eight double zero seven. If it matters to you, it matters to us. Call Tip today on one eight hundred nine three eight double zero seven.